Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. I'm James. And I am Michael. And it is our 100th episode. Congratulations, guys. We did it. We're here. We did. This is yeah. A, yeah, very, very exciting. Never would have thought when Mons and I recorded our, our first, uh, I went back and I listened to a few of them, especially our first one. And uh, it's funny. It was it was good. I, I I had a bunch of laughs listening back to some of the old ones. Um, and maybe at some point it would be cool to go through and grab sound bites from a bunch and do like a bonus some bonus round with just sound bites. <laughs> yeah, sound clips. Yeah. Um, there was a few. The ones that would really make me laugh were the ones where I would come out with a really good nickname and I'd throw Mots off, and he'd just start laughing. Like um, one of them was like. Uh, Michael Nindy Pants. Mott's really enjoyed Nindy Pants. And I think there was an Indiana Jones, but I couldn't find the sound. I couldn't find it, but I could have I could have swore I used Indiana Jones after one of the directs. Yeah, two years. Can you believe that? Yeah. yeah. Two years. So this is episode, I guess, 100. And uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're excited. We're all here together for it. And mm-hmm. we got... A plenty. We we had to had to bite our tongues because we've been chatting so much before the podcast. So we wanted to share it for later. So we've got <laughs> a lot of good stuff to talk about. Mainly Animal Crossing. M- mainly just Animal but, Crossing. We got to talk about. But before we get into that, and speaking of Nindy pants, the rumors are true. There was a Nintendo Indie Showcase this past week mm-hmm. on the seventeenth. Uh, it was about fifteen minutes long, and they talked. They featured twenty two games, which is a lot. <laughs> Um, I know each of us kind of have a few that we checked. Um, I don't know, Mots, do you want to kick it off? Sure, yeah. I figure we won't go through all of them. We'll just go through the ones, just like we do the new releases. Yeah. Now, I will say, though, uh, someone does need to create Nindy Pants, you know, and then we sh- you can have a pants cam, and, like you could live stream <laughs> you watching, like here's the Nindy <laughs> Pants cam on it, which would be, which would be quite entertaining. Yeah, um, it's, it'd be a good website, Nindy Pants. Yeah, Nindy Pants. I, I loved, I love this uh, Indie World Showcase only because this one they seem to do uh, more interviews, like not interviews, but sort of they had more of the developers on that were talking about their game before showing off their game, which I thought was really cool. And there were so many from around the globe. So a lot of the games are from um, from different places in Europe or South America or all over the place. So. It was cool because a lot of games um, that I checked were from some of the developers in Argentina, which I thought were cool, or in Spain. Uh, so I thought that was really, really neat. The first one, I, I, I'm surprised that neither of you selected this game. I'm, I'm, um, I'm insulted a little <laughs> bit, um, uh, which is Blue Fire. I mean, mm-hmm. we all know that of any presentation, any blog post, any list, the first and the last are the most important things. They, they put them there for a reason. Everything else in the middle, kind of throw away. Yeah. But the blue fire it it really um sort of i don't know i was like wow this looks cool it, the whole idea is a 3d platforming challenge it reminded me of lightfall but in three dimensions that's why it really sort of sucked me in and it has this dark grimy but also kind of cell shaded almost some zelda-esque i would say momentum but darker darker and grungier um so it looked really neat to me in general. Um, and so this is from, um, was it Roby, uh, which is a developer down in uh, Argentina. I thought it looked really, really cool. And you get some weapons, you get to slash through some stuff uh, with 3D challenges or any challenge, you know, platforming game. I'm always like, OK, I like the 3D platforming. I like the quest, I like the collectibles. Are the puzzles going to be just there just to be puzzles? I hate puzzles that are just there. And then, you know, there's that puzzle that you're like, 
okay, well, I just spent 20 minutes on a stupid puzzle. I'm like, oh, I just had to move that thing to the left. Mm. <laughs> I didn't see it. No, Blue Fire, I thought looked really good. And it's funny. I, w- I was going to say the same thing regarding the developers. It seemed like they made an, a, a, a very conscious effort to kind of showcase developer developers from all across the world this this time. Whereas maybe they always did and they just never made it as pronounced. But this one, they really, really focused on that. And I thought that was fantastic to see. Blue Fire, I did think looked nice. But I will say that for me, uh, it still gave me like, granted it was 3D, but it gave me a very... Uh, Hollow Knight vibe and seeing how I'm still playing that, I was just kind of like, I don't need another one of these. Um, it's not that it looks bad. It's just I'm still playing Hollow Knight. So I was just kind of like, I, I, I'm leaving it off the list for now. Okay. I, I'll, I'll accept that. And also, <laughs> before we move on, a lot of these timed exclusives. So that Oh, was yeah, kinda- yeah. That was true, too. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So next, the one next one I had checked was Baldo. I thought this looked really, really cool. I'm super into like Studio Ghibli stuff, and this looked it looks like that kind of a movie or or that like style. Uh, it's inspired by action adventure RPGs and Japanese anime. Uh, it takes place in a magical world with dungeons and puzzles. Uh, it's been said that it's similar, at least in the art style, than Nino Kuni, and I can definitely see that. And then uh, this one's also, you know, time console exclusive. It comes out mm-hmm. summer 2020. And yeah, then, Michael, thought, you were interested in this too? Yes, I was interested. In it. It's not, it, it, you know, a lot of people were talking about this and this was like their their number one from the from the entire showcase. And I do think it looks beautiful. I do think it looks very interesting. But mm-hmm. for me, it didn't do it right away. Those, the, you know, you mentioned the Studio Ghibli and... Um, I'm not a, I'm not like a fan of that like you are. So mm-hmm. I just I think it looks beautiful, but I need a little bit more before I really get crazy with it. Yeah, it makes it makes me feel kind of like nostalgic. That's why I'm super into it, just because I watch those movies so much. Yeah, and I, that's what I figured. And I do think it's gorgeous. It's just I just I want to see more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one the next one I picked, I'll, I'll just mention really, really quick. It's called I Am Dead. Um, this is from, and who is it from? I just had the page up a second. Oh, it was from Annapurna Games. They always do quirky games. I couldn't figure out if I wanted to like this game or not like <laughs> this game. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. you, they, you know, Sixth Sense, you were like, you're going through this. I love the art style, like the quirkiness, like everybody's an animal on this island. And it, you know, it's a puzzle exploration game. And the whole thing is like, you're dead. You're already dead. Mm-hmm. So you're just kind of exploring it. So I'm like, I don't know what this game is. It looks beautiful. Um, I don't know if I want it or not. <laughs> so I'll probably watch people play it on Twitch, but I just thought it at least looked really pretty. Uh, but sure. I, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. Again, need a little bit more. Some of these were so quick. It was kind of like, uh, I don't I don't know. And that's kind of the next one I checked was the same way where it's Cyanide and Happiness, which has a comic that's been around since I don't even know, 15 years now, it seems like. And I've always loved their little comic. I always thought they were weird and off the like just very kind of in your face and funny. And I always really enjoyed their comics. Well, they made an announcement that they're coming out with a video game called Freakpocalypse. I was, again, like you with the last one, kind of on the fence. I don't know. They didn't really get into it too, too much. But it seems like it's very similar to what South Park did with the Fractured Butthole. So it's kind of like that game is really, really well received. It's a sort of an RPG. And I think that this is similar to that. So I just want more information. But I'm a huge fan of Cyanide and Happiness. So for me, it was like, 
because I like that so much, I'm going to give it a check and then check back in with this and see where it goes. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know. I've never been. I know the the comic. I know mm-hmm. it, but mm-hmm. like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I need more, but I, because I'm a fan of the comics, I was like, this could at least be funny, you know? So it might be a funny game to play. The next one that I checked, both Mons and I had quantum league checked. And I think this one is super, super interesting. It's essentially, it's another battle arena where you're going to be going up against people, but the difference is the game mechanic that they used. And there's this sort of time travel element, I guess. So what happens is you play going through this arena to battle these people and you play one round and your character does its thing. And then you do another version of that. So you can see your character and now you're playing a second version of yourself and your other version is still doing whatever you did the previous playthrough. So you have to almost use strategy and, and, puzzle solving to say, okay, well, if my first playthrough, I'm going to go to the left, I'm going to jump up here, I'm going to create a distraction. When I play on the second time, I'm going to set the stage, I'm going to go over here and kind of flank them and do something different. And then maybe the third is going to be the one I win with. And I'm going right down the middle, they're distracted by my other clones. And that's how I'll win the game. And I think that is such a weird idea that's such a strange mechanic that i haven't seen anywhere else that it's kind of exciting i have no idea if this would work it may just be so neat in theory and then you actually play and you're like this is a mess but i think this could potentially be really really cool because you're adding that strategy element in with sort of a a battle competitive overwatch feeling game and i think that that sounds fun to me so i wanted to check it out i have a check on quantum league yeah, I also put it there just because I like that the idea there's more shooters, online shooters on the Switch sure. that are unique. Uh, and yeah, this game, I agree. I'm I'm up and up and down on it because I like that the fact that um, it sort of can be squad based without having any friends. So it's just mm-hmm. like, hey, this is a game where you 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 are playing as your friends and kind of plat- <laughs> you, you know, are the squad. Up. You are the squad. Um, yeah. But then. I also on the other end, I'm like, well, what if I just want to like shoot people and <laughs> do stuff? Sure. So uh, and, I, and how does it work? You know what I mean? Like, how does a, I, I, my issue with this one is I'm trying to picture and wrap my head around how does a match work? Or do you just jump in? You know that there's going to be three rounds and you just do what you do. I, I, I need to see a little bit more, but I think it does sound super interesting. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So the next one all three of us had checked, called it's called The Last Campfire. Uh, it was created by Hello Games, the same developer as No Man's Sky, which that kind of surprised me because they're such different games. Uh, this one is a lot more intimate. The story seems a lot deeper. Um, after watching it, I got vi- like Ori in the Blind Forest vibes. But essentially, you play as a character called Ember. You're lost in this world that has these strange creatures and these mysterious ruins, and you're trying to find your way home. And that's coming out this summer. I This one, it just looks so cute, and it, it, it's dark, but cute at the same time. And that that's, I love stuff like that, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think this one is really nice. I am a fan. I've been playing No Man's Sky and it's kind of these two games seem like polar opposites to me. You yeah. have The Last Campfire, which is this very s- smaller, more intimate, seems like solo you know, game. And then you have No Man's Sky, which is this extremely vast, limitless game. So it's interesting and it's from the same studio. I think that it looks beautiful and uh, I want to see it. 
Yeah, I when they were like, "Oh, this is the developer behind No Man's Skies," I was like, uh, "Wow, that didn't even okay." <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, totally I, different. It's like, I was like, "Wow, really?" I'm like, I guess it validates that they've created games in the past, so that's good. But yeah, the mm-hmm. whole the game, the soundtrack, they made a they know how they know how to make a great trailer. Let's just say that, um, mm-hmm. and everything about it was so cute and so awesome. And I was like, I you know, again, I'm not huge on puzzling games, but everything about this, it gave me a, um. I, I don't know. It kind of brought me back to oddly some bits and pieces of little nightmares, even the game, even though the games are completely different. But you're just like this mm-hmm. little character kind of going through this sort of dark ethos, kind of lightening things up. They're completely different games that are not correlated at all, obviously. But for some reason, mm-hmm. I sort of had that in my mind. But yeah, um, I, I thought everything about it was was super cute. I like that you're like a little sack like a little mm-hmm. like a little bag. <laughs> yeah, um, I can see the little nightmare reference though because it's sort of you're this tiny thing in this big looming world. And that's kind of what it seems like from their trailers anyway. And there seems like there's a lot of heart in it too. At least in the last little bit of the trailer they show some sort of interaction with you and another character and it seems like it, there's some emotional ties going on there too. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be some I think there's going to be some real emotional things going on there. So I, I was really Deep. into this was I wish that I know I just said the games in the middle don't matter, but this was the game that was like literally in the middle. I thought it was the showcase of the, mm-hmm. of the whole nice, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, it does look good. Now, the next one, this one is obviously a Michael title. Uh, as soon as I saw it, I was like, <laughs> "Ooh, I kind of I'm excited for this. And that is, I believe, Feria. And it's being marketed as a truly strategic card battle game where you actually craft the deck, which we know that I like. But in addition to that, you are crafting the battlefield that you're playing on. It does say that there's over 100 hours of solo content, but you can also do cooperative missions and there's puzzles to solve. And I think in in addition to just the gameplay itself, the, the, the look of this game is absolutely beautiful. It reminds me... If you've ever played Hearthstone, it has very similar color and just this vibrancy to it. And I I like that because a lot of the card battle games that have come out recently, even Gwent, which I've been a fan of, have more muted tones and are kind of like this middle ages, dark, you know, kind of bad environments, rain and fog and things like that, where this seems very vibrant and colorful. And some of the photos in this trailer had, you know, like a... a a mine that you're working in and there's geodes and diamonds and gold and things sparkling in the background. And so it looks very, very beautiful. I like the idea of card builders. I like the idea that it's also you're building the battlefield that you're playing on. I think this could be a lot of fun. So a check for me. Nice. That was like, mm-hmm. not for me now. No. <laughs> Michael yeah. cares. As, Michael cares. <laughs> oh, yeah. as soon as I saw that, I was like, Michael is going to want this game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So next up, I think this is when they started to get into like the quick, like 10 second fast show this game really quick. Let's move on to the next one. They didn't really feature them. Um, But I really I I saw like a couple seconds of this and I was like, what is that? I want to fly around and do whatever that is. (laughs) Uh, It's called Sky Children of Light. I didn't know this, but apparently it came out in 2019 for iOS and Android. I had no idea. If I did, I would have played it. Um, It's. A social adventure game. That's what they call it on the website when I was looking it up. Essentially, you basically fly around this kingdom called Sky. You explore the seven realms of Sky and you solve these mysteries. You help other people. You build friendships. Um, it's people. When I was looking it up, people said that it 
felt like a sequel to Journey or like it was it was close to the game Journey. I'm not sure if either of you played that, but it, it does kind of have a similar feel. Um, and it comes out in this summer. So maybe that's nice. what forward to. Yeah. yeah, that that one was a quick hit, but it for me not so much. The next one though, you and yeah. I both checked, and that's super mm-hmm. liminal. This one is sort of messing with perception and reality. It's uh, seeing it's marketed as an escape from a mind-bending dream. And it does everything I saw in the trailer is kind of crazy. I went back and I looked it up after the fact. They only show a little clip of it, but I watched a whole trailer and the puzzles seem super, super interesting. You're walking through hallways and it plays with depth perception and something that's really close to you may seem huge. And then you walk around it and it's this tiny, tiny little thing, or maybe it's very big far up. And then the way you get to it, it's all of a sudden it's really not there. It's just made up of different pieces. So you're trying to solve these puzzles with the world that's going on around you and escape from this this dream. And I liked the idea that it felt sort of portal mixed with some of the other um, the other um, atmospheric like horror genre games that we like so much, like Soma. Yeah. It kind of yeah. had that something's going on. I'm being tested in some way. I don't know if I'm trapped or if, if this is really just a dream, but seems like there's something ominous happening in the background. And you mix that with sort of the forced perception perspective and the illusion aspect of it and i thought it looked really really interesting so they're saying it's coming out this summer i had to at least give it a check i'm going to check this out um it was already on pc and it came out late 2019 and it seems to have pretty good reviews so i'm excited for it on the switch i think that i have seen people play like just like short clips of it Mm. and it's a mind bender for sure yeah, like they like would that. do things and I'd be like, I didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> yeah, that's but yeah, cool. It, it looks really, really cool. Um, and then I think the last one, both me and you have checked again, is moving out. Uh, a lot of people seem to just be really excited for this thing. It's really cute. Everyone except for Moths, apparently. Um, <laughs> it's it's <laughs> it's uh, a puzzle physics based moving simulator. So basically you can either play alone or you ideally would be playing with friends and you have to like move couches and things across through like different puzzles but because it's like physics based it reminds me of um human fall flat a little bit where it just like things just kind of get out of control and seem crazy um there is a demo available right now in the eShop, and it comes out officially on april 28th so i'm happy that they had one that was like pretty pretty close by so well, one that we're at least interested in. Yeah. I yeah. think there was maybe one or two others that were were like out now, but they just yeah, they weren't something not, of interest yeah. to us. But moving out, I thought looked really good. I'm, mm-hmm. it, it reminds me of uh, Overcooked. Overcooked, yep. Yeah, and I, I think this would be a lot of fun, a blast, you know, playing with somebody and kind of it's – it's one of those games that's a true test, kind of like Snipper Clips. Do – can our friendship withstand this game <laughs> and everything where we'd be screaming at each other because we're not working together as a team? So I think moving out looks really, really interesting. And I'm excited. I, I did not know there was a demo already out. So I'm going to have to try yeah. out that demo. So I wonder, though, like right now, if it's a good time for it to come out, because I'm sure there are a lot of people like stuck with their roommates, whatever, right now, and <laughs> hating each other, like going to play mm. this game. I can just imagine. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's the last thing. Now that you're stuck in a house, the last yeah. thing you need is this you're game that's going to just tear you apart. I mean, that, that's why I didn't check it, by the way, because this is just overcooked, but with moving and already the idea of moving 
out of our apartment is already stressful. Oh, you're like, over it think, at this point. <laughs> when I think about it, I was like, I can't even. I can't even do it. I don't want to do yeah. it. And, you know, I tried to play <laughs> Overcooked with uh, Heather, and that lasted about 10 minutes. Um, yeah, so this isn't but, a yeah. game for you guys. Yeah. yeah. Now, you've, you've already played the real-life game of moving out once, and true. you don't true. need to do it again. And recently. Yeah, and recently, yeah. Um, now, before we move on to news, how did we feel about them ending on exit the gungeon because no one no oh, one checked it no. i have i'm sorry but the enter the gungeon never did anything for me exit the gungeon i'm just not excited with these games and i i think there any one of the other ones we checked would have been a stronger ending than exit the gungeon but it must have the fan following i feel like nintendo has always done that though they always end on a game where it's like it has to have a very intense cult following, and that's why they end well, on it. Well, last one was like, Axiom make Verge. those people really excited. Yeah, I, I know, don't know. And that I feel does like, have a cult following. Yeah, I feel like if they ended on the last campfire, it's not like they try to end on something exciting and energetic and, yeah. and intense. So if they ended with something like that, it would be kind of like a meh kind of ending. Um, so I can understand why they end with a game like that, but it's just not for me. I think it would have been better. Baldo seems more heartfelt, original, something that people would really responded to. And they have been. Everything yeah. I've seen, people are like, oh, that's I love it. In yeah. The Last Campfire, I think those two games would have been a stronger ending than Exit the Gungeon. And again, that's a personal a personal preference. Um, yeah. What was the standout for you all? What was like the, the showcase piece? The Last Campfire for me. Yeah. For okay. Sure. Yeah. Oh, all right. I think mm-hmm. I I'm gonna go rogue. I'm saying Feria just because it's more of a wheelhouse. So. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a wheelhouse. But I think Glass Campfire looks looks wonderful. But uh, so that's that's it. That was the. Hopefully, we'll get another direct. Maybe hope so <laughs> in the future. I've here, seen, there's one rumored. Yeah, there. Th- I have seen. Over the past week, there were a couple different rumors. I think it's the same person that leaked that the E3 conference was going to cancel also leaked what is going to be in the next direct. Um, but I didn't include it because it didn't really seem 100% like like sometimes there are rumors and they feel like, OK, this is legit. And then some of them don't. That one wasn't 100%. So I was like, eh, I'm just going to leave this out. But there are rumors going around. Even last week, we said that there was a rumor that it was going to be more of a general direct at the end of the month. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. Hopefully yeah. it'd be nice. That would be nice. And I don't yeah. mind the idea because somebody had forecasted this first an indie direct and then mm-hmm. a main line direct. And that's where I'm okay, right? If they say, here's the dates, here's what we're saying, this is the mm-hmm. leak. I don't ever look into what potentially is going to be leaked because for me, it's part of the excitement in general. Is Even though we're doing the podcast, I don't want to know what's going to come out, right? Because I, I get just as excited as everybody else. So I haven't looked into what they're saying is going to be in the direct potentially, but I am excited if there is one coming up at the end of this month or early next month. I can see it happening very, very soon. Uh, yeah. and, and hopefully it does. And hopefully there's all kinds of fun stuff like a Bioshock trilogy, which would be amazing on the Switch. So that that's my hope, <laughs> yeah. my prediction and, and fingers crossed hope for the direct is that we're going to finally hear about the Bioshock trilogy or, and this is a long shot, the Metroid Prime uh, trilogy on Switch. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, then what are they going to hold out for E3? I mean, granted, E3 is canceled, but they'll still do a digital. Oh. Everyone will do the digital stuff, right? I mean, yeah. Zelda? 
That's what When's I that was coming? Thinking. When's that coming yeah. out? Never. Zelda would be an awesome uh, thing for E for you know what quote unquote E three direct would be Zelda. Yeah. Whenever the date is, that is the date in which I must finish the first Zelda. So <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that would be a good time to finish it. Yes. So I'll get there. I'm like sixty percent the way done, and then when you said that you finished it. I was like, oh, I was like, I can on. tell. Yeah, and you planned it and timed it perfectly for Animal Crossing. So I was like, I oh. did. I was like, I need to get this done because I have a feeling I'm going to be busy. So yeah, no, and we'll we'll talk about that too. But yes, it is true. I finally, finally finished it. Well, um, you more so, so finished it just so you could play The Witcher. But let's be, <laughs> I mean, that's what yeah, it was. Yeah, that too, that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so now speaking of another heavy hitter, we talked about Zelda and all these other games, Animal <laughs> Crossing. Pokemon Sword and Shield has a an event going on. It actually ends the day the podcast comes out and it's for version exclusives. So if you have sword, you have those exclusives. If you have shield, you have exclusives. This event is a, is a max raid battle event in the wild area. And we have some crossover now. So you're able to get some of the exclusives that you normally can't get. So for me and shield, uh, sir fetched, for example, he's not typically in my game. I can now get him in the Max Ray battle. And I believe for Sword, one of the good ones would be the Galarian uh, Ponyta or Rapidash is now in that game for those people. And I think that's this is the first time it's ever happened where you've had an event like this or any sort of exclusive version showing up in the other game and i think that's so cool that they're doing it i love these max raid battles it's a reason to keep coming back to sword and shield to be honest i beat the game and i haven't really like looked into it but every time there's an event i'm like oh i can get the you know that version of this pokemon i'm gonna do it and Typically, it doesn't take that long. You, you're going to jump in there and you're either going to see somebody else that needs help with the Pokemon and you can jump into their game or you're going to find it yourself. And then you got that new exclusive. You got that new Pokemon. I fought Mewtwo, which was amazing and he crushed me, but it was still cool to be able to do it and see it in a game that he's never there. Right. So this is currently going on. It it ends on the day the podcast comes out. But even still, I do believe you'll have some time. It ends at eight o'clock on the 25th. So you'll be able to get in there and play a little bit. I did shoot out a tweet to people. So hopefully they're working on uh, catching them all right now. I still need to finish the game. I, I I'm it's never going to happen. Let's just be honest about <laughs> it. I mean, how far out are you? Uh, I'm, I don't Pretty know, I'm like three gyms in or something, four gyms. Oh, in. Yeah. You, you got a ways. Yeah. 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 It's never, it's never going to happen, but I will say, um, it may, it may happen only because I took about a month off of playing any games. There's a lot of going on in the ha- and just life. Right. Um, but now, um, uh, what's fascinating about what just happened with animal crossing is that I had two switches where right? I had the switch light and I had my main switch. And I was playing Sword and Shield on my my Switch Lite, but now I no longer have a Switch Lite. It is Heather's Switch Lite. It has oh. been oh. adopted. I've transferred everything over. So now I'm really thinking that now that I have one Switch again, I can focus on it. And I just do it and I'll, I'm playing more because she's playing more, which we'll talk about later. I think maybe I'll be able to jump back into it um, and actually get it done because I've never participated in any event because I'm just like, oh, I don't know. I got to do the thing. I'm just like, oh, it's time. Uh, yeah, too, sure. Too terrible. Uh, but one thing I'm not experiencing that you may be is a little drift issue with your Joy-Con. We've talked about it for about a year and a half on the show, two years at this point. 
And, um, you know, maybe your Joy-Con is just like the worst and you're like, oh, man, this is the worst. I just wish that I wish I could just have, you know, a Joy-Con, but in digital form. What if there was no way that a drift could ever happen? Well, don't worry, because now there's an app for you for your phone. You can connect, you know, your phone via Bluetooth to your switch. And there's a brand new app for Android that enables you to turn it into a quote unquote Joy-Con that looks absolutely terrible. Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> no, it looks, it looks, it looks good. I mean, pr- hats off to the developers. I don't want to bash anybody, but imagine you were in the situation that, Hey, my actual joystick is like so drifted away that I can't even play this game. Well, these developers are saying, well, you know what? We'll just turn our smartphone into a joy con. So they did it. I mean, they did the best of their ability. You can pair it up. You can, it's basically the left joy con and, and you can just go to town and use your phone. It's ridiculous to look at it in your hand. But imagine if you had an older, smaller, slimmer, like, you know, um, iPhone, maybe an Android phone, you can get a, a slimmer one, but like the iPhone SE or whatever, you know, the iPhone 4, like something slimmer, an iPhone 5 that lo- is a little bit more familiar or whatnot. Um, I'd be interested to see how it works. My big problem, of course, with any any mobile game or any thing in general is just tactile feedback. So I don't know yeah. how that would really work, but cool though. Yeah. I, the thing I thought that was really out, out of all of this, I think it's interesting. It's a, it's a great experiment. The thing I thought was actually usable and potentially um, very valuable is that you can connect a USB gamepad to the phone, mm-hmm. which then uses the Bluetooth from the phone to the switch and then you can play it that way. So you could almost essentially use it where you're you're just using a controller that maybe typically doesn't connect to your Switch, but you're using the phone as sort of the, the middleman and it is now using it and it's working. That is interesting to me. That I was like, oh, okay, I can I like that. But as using a phone as a replacement for a Joy-Con because you have Switch, I just can't <laughs> see that being a legitimate solution. But it is just a fun neat way of doing it and just saying hey can we make this work oh we did cool and that was that was a, just a fun little experiment but connecting a controller to the phone and working that way i like that yeah pretty cool pretty neat pretty yeah. neat so now in accessories news we do have some odd happenings going on where the animal crossing new horizon switch that everybody knows and loves seems to be disappearing nintendo has removed the console from their own website and target has delisted it as something they sell other retailers are saying it's completely sold out and because of all this the third party scalper market is just blowing up and the prices are growing astronomical so unfortunately is this And I wanted to ask you guys, obviously, we know with coronavirus, it's hitting production. We knew that was going to be a problem to begin with. But do you think this is also a part of Nintendo being Nintendo and just never had made made enough for the demand that we saw that with the original Switch? We saw it with the light. Is that just Nintendo's thing where they just were like, well, we're going to put out a couple, you know, 100,000, but we can't see it going anywhere. And then now they got hit with the coronavirus issues. So now it's just they're gone you can't find them anywhere well i'm curious because the what was the adventure game with the oh my gosh the the wheel the one that was selling out like crazy uh ring fit ring fit which so still has were, limited numbers it has limited numbers but they're still producing them sure and they're still getting them sent out my thinking is that they didn't say that the new horizon switch was going to be a permanent thing 
So, so they probably did just, just make a limited it? amount. Yeah, I'm probably. And then with mm-hmm. the the virus and all the issues they're having, probably with production, they're like, oh, we'll just make this a a, a short term exclusive thing and and I, move on. I I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe, but that seems yeah. so silly. To that's like saying, you know, what? I mean, it's Nintendo though. They do stuff like that. We they, don't they do like weird money. Things. Nintendo. We hate money no. and we're just not going to make any more of these things. Right. Cause it's just like, yeah. you know, this would sell. And where's our joy cons. They, they were going to sell just the joy cons in the colors and we don't even have, I've never seen those anywhere yet. They only, they only said that those are going to be available in Japan though. Mm. They mm. never said maybe, it. Was maybe gonna, Nintendo yeah. just does, does hate money. Well, I mean, look at what they do with the joy cons as it is. It's just such a weird, like, we've talked about before how it doesn't really make sense from a a business perspective like they should just be making whatever colors and making it like so you can switch up whatever colors you want and what whatever side and they're not so i don't know and i can understand to some extent because you have you know you can't just make a limit a a limitless amount of joy con colors because some of them are are just not going to sell but you know this is going to sell you know people want those colors there's a huge demand Mm -hmm. and that's where it just gets me I'm just so, I mean, I just don't get it. I don't understand the way Nintendo works with some of this stuff sometimes, but um, maybe it is. Maybe it's limited. Any of the any of the limited edition consoles like this, which they are, right? They they've done a Mario Kart bundle. They've done a bunch of other mm-hmm. bundles. You know, they they come and they go. I, my assumption is that you know this comes out at a very strange time because you know you have two things happening which is chinese new years and then you have all the covid-19 activity going on so they could have planned for literally two more months of production to happen in which things would land cuz after production if things are shipped to be a c which normally things are those are going to take several weeks to get there right in the production cycle especially coming from china where everything where it's produced um mm-hmm. and uh, in that regard, you know, you would sort of be looking at, OK, after Chinese New Year's, things open back up. And then we're, we're looking at a few um, a few weeks to for more things to go. But at this point, maybe there's like and it's done. Right. And and it's over. And, and and that's OK, too. You had a chance, Michael. You missed out. You could have pre-ordered it, but you didn't. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> no, I, I want the Joy-Cons. That's yeah. that's my only thing. Yeah. I, I would like those to be made available so that you can get them here in the States. You know, I I think the switch is is gorgeous, absolutely. But I wouldn't buy it. I don't need another switch. But the Joy Cons, I I would have spent the money, even though I've got two beautiful functioning Joy Cons and a smartphone. I would have bought another set of Joy Cons because I liked them so much. Yeah, you yeah you got to collect them all. Gotta collect them all. Maybe maybe the console is like that's it, but the Joy Cons maybe as soon as the virus passes and they can reopen factories and and stuff like that, maybe then the Joy Cons will start showing up. But fingers crossed. Yeah, that's our hope anyway. <laughs> so next in accessory accessories news, um, have both of you heard of Box Lunch? I know that me and Michael know about the store, but Mots, do you know about Box Lunch? Never heard of it. I mean, I eat no? a lot of box lunches. But. <laughs> So box lunch, um, we had one pop up here locally in, in upstate New York, like maybe like a year or two ago. Hmm. And it's basically it's like a curated retail store that sells like, I would say nerdy things So like they have video game stuff that's both um, actually licensed and not licensed. So it has cool items too, <laughs> um, both for Disney, uh, Nintendo, just 
so much stuff. They have a bunch of sort Marvel of like things. Sort of like a think geek. But, yeah, mm. but it's interesting because a lot of the stuff they have is actually really nice. And yeah. and not like not saying Think Geek doesn't have really nice stuff, but I mean, the things that Box Lunch has are like they have, for example, tea sets, like porcelain tea sets that have these patterns on them that look like a gram- your grandmother's pattern. But when you look really close, it's like little tiny like characters or things like that. My favorite thing is that they are partnered with Feeding America. So for every $10 they sell, uh, they help provide a meal uh, to just a meal from like local food banks and stuff like that. So pretty cool that, you know, they give back Um, and they have both brick and mortar retail stores, but they also have online stores. Um, So they are currently closed due to the virus, but the online store is up and running and they have a huge amount of Animal Crossing New Horizons stuff. Um, I know we we kind of, before we started recording, we all went in and we're kind of like po- pointing out things that we liked. And there was something for each of us, <laughs> at least. Um, but I would say if, you know, you caught the Animal Crossing bug like we have, you're going to want to check that out. Um, they also ha- currently have some promotions going on on their site which are like free shipping if you spend a certain amount and then they have discount codes and stuff like that. Um, not a sponsor, but would be open to it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I would definitely recommend people check them out. I just bought some uh, pajama pants. So oh, for, me, nice. for me and the wife. So matching pajama pants. It's all I've yeah. ever wanted in life. Awesome. So boom. Matching Animal Crossing pajama pants. That is correct. <laughs> yes. Yeah. T- yeah. They ended up being... $17 each with free shipping. So that's not bad They're on no. the sale. I was looking at them now. A lot of things are sold out at different sizes. So I decided to mm. upsize this one and we can always wash it and then shrink it down. But, you know, I don't know. I, I've never bought anything. So I don't know. They have the nice size charts, but just place an order right now. Boom. Pajama they're pants. Pajama pants. They have drawstrings. It's fine. And pajama <laughs> pants, they're, they're meant to be a little bit more you know, comfy. comfy. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. You don't want those yeah. tight pajamas. Like, who are you? Yeah. And it goes to a good cause. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Perfect. Boom. Well, that does it for the news this week, guys. Uh, I guess now we're going to hop into the bestsellers. So top 10 bestsellers of the week. First place, no surprise here, Animal Crossing. Second, Just Dance 2020. Third, Drawful 2. Uh, that was on sale for 10 cents. Never heard of it before, and that's why. Uh, fourth place, Mad Age and This Guy. Fifth, uh, Super Mario Party. Sixth, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX. Seventh, Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Eighth, Overcooked 2. That also had a sale this last week. Ninth, Preventive Strike. Tenth, Monopoly, which I also think was on sale. (laughs) And then uh, one other game that was in the top 30 in 21st place was Doom 64. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff, a lot of sales. I did buy every single Doom game when they were on sale, by the way. I just want to let you (laughs) know it was a while ago, but like all the Doom games were like a dollar fifty and I can't not buy these Doom games for a dollar fifty. So I bought them all. (laughs) Yeah, you could basically own all of Doom except for the brand new one for like six bucks. It's kind of a great deal. It's hard not to. Hard not to do it. As far as new games we're into this week, we're going to kick it right off with March 23rd. Mots has the first check. Yeah, I picked a Rhythm of the Gods, $5. Who doesn't love a little rhythm game that's $5? Um, this one seems cool. You, It's like Greek-inspired rhythm game. Uh, it has a cool 8-bit, 17-32-bit style, 20-55-bit 50, style. Um, it's like a... It's like a 
almost like a hack and slash music game. You play as this little Greek warrior that has like a shield and a big sword and and you're you're you know you're button mashing, you're doing the up down A B type of thing to hop over and slash through characters and whatnot. And there's a story to it and whatnot. But it, I was like, for five dollars, I like I like rhythm and music games, and yeah. seems like that could last about five dollars worth of joy. So sure, that was my. I also like the new the website. You know, Nintendo has redone their their game mm-hmm. website. I don't know when they did this because I've been gone for a month and a half. But um, it's like good and bad at the same time. Yeah, so. we noticed the change last week that it, it like snuck up on us, but it seems like it happened last week at some point. Yeah, there's like and better it kind of showcases. Yeah, it showcases, I think, a little bit better, but the it the the content still feels a little janky the way it's listed out. You know, yeah, I, I don't I don't know what it is about it, but it is nice seeing the the photos and the videos. And overall, I would say it's an improvement, but the content does seem like a little weird the way they laid it out. Yeah, like I wish that on the top there's like the huge banner, but like that was the video. So I could just yeah. hit it if there's a video. And then yeah. my problem is like when you go through and everyone can flip to the, you know, some of the notes or look at any game on Nintendo website. But when you click on something, there's tiny little, tiny little buttons on the left and right, like the tiniest arrows. <laughs> if you don't hit that arrow perfect, then it goes away. So it's kind of annoying. But they have a better video player. So hats off to finally having a video player that has a a little bit more modern so yeah Nintendo. much anyways that's what i picked nice the next one we got marked is for march 26th and it's miko rama now miko rama you're playing as this little robot that kind of crash lands on this weird little cube world and it's a puzzle solver so essentially what you're doing very very much like uh captain toad treasure trackers where you're rotating the, ma- the map around or monument valley if you're familiar with either of those games you're on this like little isolated world that you're kind of spinning and controlling and you're trying to solve puzzles based on the environment it reminds me very much of death squared mixed with captain treasure trackers and it's cute and right now i mean it's for five bucks i had to give it a check i think all of us gave this one a check and it just seems interesting i like the overall look of it i like puzzles so for five bucks definitely again five dollars i'm looking for a standout game at five dollars because there's a lot of games on the eShop, and you know there's about five billion games that came out this week so for us to check a check and all three of us to check the check, that's pretty impressive. So, yeah, I thought this 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 week in particular, I thought was difficult because there's a lot of games. None of them are terrible. Sometimes you get games that are just atrocious and you just obviously skip over. A lot of these I was kind of like, oh, man, there's a, there's a lot of games that are somewhere in the middle. They're not heavy hitters and if you've got a lot of games going on right now you would probably pass them by but there's quite a few that are like you know what this is definitely worth a check if it drops in price or if it's at this five dollar mark they're they're pretty good you know the next one i did check it's march 27th this one for me is a check but it needs to go on sale and it's rare rare way empire (laughs) nintendo switch edition (laughs) And I just oh, was well, like, rail, blah, 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 rail, blah, blah, railway. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, we got it. And this one, you're basically and like any other sort of, I don't know, sim type game. You are the 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 tycoon that has to put railway. <laughs> Railway. I don't know why I'm having so much trouble with that word today. So you're basically, yeah, rail railway, railway. 
Yeah, so you're building them all over the U.S. and you're going up against other tycoons that are trying to do the same thing. You have different tracks that you can use, different cars you can make. You have to maintain and build factories and control sort of your workforce. This seems interesting, but I can't commit to it for the $40. You do get added features with the Switch Edition, like uh, you get Mexico, the Great Lakes, and Crossing the Andes DLC built into this. And what that does is it gives you extra maps, more soundtrack, different trains, and a night and day and snow mode. All of that sounds cool, but maybe half off, maybe like a $20 price point, and I would go for this one. But for right now, it's definitely worth a check for me. Mm. Yeah, I also checked it, and I love tycoon games i love mm-hmm. i love city planning i like building we've talked about this i've been playing some city cities skylines it's not a single city it's all the cities nice. um i played it on the switch because it was on sale still on sale it's in the top 30 again i've been recommending it what a great port but also way better on the pc yeah. uh, but if you don't have a pc that can handle it great it's it's not bad i wish i had some touch controls um but I love the idea of of this game that it has all the content, has all the stuff in it. The problem is that City Skylines, right? It, it's the same thing. It came out at forty bucks, but now it's on sale for ten. So for ten bucks, it's probably for forty. It's totally worth forty dollars. My problem is that it's probably on PC for you know not that much money. So <laughs> yeah, um, probably, probably like twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, but I will say City Skylines. I'll give a shout out here because I've been playing it as definitely worth you buying it for ten dollars like what a great i know we've said it mm-hmm. on the podcast a billion times yeah. but what a what a great game um and i was streaming it on my personal stream not too long ago and and it's just like sim city right there's people that are so passionate about city building and planning and i'm sure it's the same with this railway like people will come in like why aren't you doing this have you tried this have you done this and like yeah. i learned so much some people are a little bit too aggressive like calm yeah, down yeah i agree calm down <laughs> settle let down i'm working <laughs> i'm learning here back <laughs> off let me just play this game but uh it's, it's quite fun um and i've been going How do you on not Twitch. have a million civ- people yet yeah come How on did you not download this mod come on are you even playing the game yeah. come on use a roundabout <laughs> i don't understand how to roundabout works <laughs> I I get always roundabouts <laughs> yeah roundabouts everywhere so this game does look cool and it, it does look pretty rad 40 bucks though a little bit much but um but cool that it's coming i, I like it so yeah the last one i did check i am not a and maybe you guys can speak to this a little bit more than me. I'm not a huge Saints Row fan, but we have Saints Row 4 reelected coming out. It's $40, which is it seems really steep for what you're getting with this game. I thought it looked kind of if this was on a 75% off sale, I would maybe consider it. It's a check only for me. I am a GTA fan. I am not a Saints Row fan. So, I think it's something worth having on the switch and if anything this makes me think like well, okay we should just have gta then on the switch if if this is here why don't we at least have gta 3 or you know vice city on it but uh yeah it's coming out and that is also on the 27th if it's something you like if saints row is your jam this is for you i almost put a check on it only because i mean if saints row is on the switch and it's i mean it's 40 dollars right now but if it went on sale like you said like, sure, I would probably play it. Why not? Yeah, yeah, uh, sure. But I would prefer GTA, <laughs> to yeah, be honest. Without a doubt. Without so, a, this yeah. is just a little... GTA is over the top. This one's like a million times over that. You know, it just seems mm-hmm. so crazy to me where... I guess if you're just looking to just go crazy and have some fun, maybe maybe this is for you. 
But that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show. We have so much to talk about this week. What you playing? I think we know. <laughs> well, first, before we talk about the heavy hitter, I'll go through kind of what I've been up to. Uh, so I'm almost done with Mario Odyssey. I'm in like the last sort of area and uh, gave up because I bought another game and just wanted to jump into it. <laughs> um, I also bought Little Nightmares. There was an eShop sale, 60% off. And Michael, you recommended this to me so many times. Um, yeah, based on the yeah, other I, games I've liked and played, you're like this, you need to play this game. <laughs> and um, our friend Yulia has also said that to me. So uh, I picked it up. I, I bit the bullet and just went for it. Um, yeah, and, but... and I think for that price, it's definitely worth it. This was not a game that I loved, but mm -hmm. it, it, there's there's a lot to it to love. And for you, I think you would like it way more than I did. There were just certain little things that kept hanging me up on this where I was like, man, I just wish they gave me a little bit more. But for you liking Gris, and I think you played a couple other games that are not. Yeah. Th they're sort of more abstract in their storytelling. Where Similar I think storytelling, yeah. The Little Nightmares has a story. It is definitely more like narrative driven than what you than what I've get on from Gris anyway. Mm -hmm. But I just wanted so much more to the point where I was going off the you know off screen to like read the little comics that they had and all that kind of stuff because the world they created is so interesting that I just wanted more of it in the game that I could get the lore of it and and that just hung me up. But I think you're absolutely going to love it. You know, as far as the atmosphere they've created with this game, it is gorgeous. I hope they've gotten the load times figured out because that did drive both Mots and I crazy. Mots liked it way more than me for the story. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. the load times on this game were just painful because you die a lot. You do die a lot. And uh, and it kind of got to you after a little bit. But I think you will love it. And for that 60% off, that is a fantastic price for Little Nightmares, especially with the sequel coming out shortly. Now, did you I mean, play it at all or no? You just bought it? I just bought it. But okay. um, I mean, dying in video games is nothing new to me. I, I die. At <laughs> it was funny because in Mario Odyssey, I kept texting. I was like, I... I just I died 20 times trying to figure out this puzzle. Like I can't I can't do it. And it's more so like I'm really bad with jumping. And I don't know why. I just am. I've tried to figure it out, but I'm just terrible. And it's I've come to the point where I've accepted that about myself and I just die and then I do it again and then I die again. It's it's like the cycle of me playing video games. So it'll be nothing new to me in Little Nightmares. I got but, you. <laughs> yeah. I think that's part of some of these games that is just the way it yeah. goes. That's yeah. that's the game. Don't yeah, don't be scared of death. Embrace it. <laughs> you're gonna like it. The problem the problem with that in Little Nightmares is that it takes so long to load. So I, yeah, I we'll see. Assu assumption is that they didn't patch anything. They just put it out there into the world and just were like, okay, have fun. Um, oh. similar to City Skylines, right? So mm -hmm. you said there's like they put this it up it. and we're done and we're done. And have fun yep. with that. But you know, I, I think it makes you. Uh, it made me at least. <laughs> it made me at least when playing Little Nightmares. We've talked about in the past too. Is I just didn't want to die at that point. I'm like, please don't die. Please, like, let me just get past <laughs> oh, this yeah. thing. You think about it. <laughs> yeah, you'll be like a lot. You'll be a lot slower, like going through the level, just so you don't have to to go through die. it. So, yeah. gotcha. Well, I'm sure if I do get annoyed with that, I will absolutely voice it. So, <laughs> nice. whenever We're I do get around to, to playing it, but <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, we'll get into Animal Crossing obviously later. But so I picked up uh, Super Destronaut Land Wars. <laughs> oh, you got I, it, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, you know what? It was on sale for 350. I was like, well, you know, I got to support indie developers right now. And 
We, we played so much Super Destronaut. This is uh, not Super Destronaut uh, that you know and love, which is Space Invaders. Uh, but it is a, a, a first-person shooter where you're in a confined space, and there's like four different parts to the map, and there's a bunch of different guns. So there's like a there's like you know 50 main. It's very similar to Super Destronaut. There's like 50 main sort of little quests that you can go on that take you know anywhere from 20 seconds to two minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then there's arcade mode where you're just going to town. And the whole idea of it is that it's a first person shooter in in general and um there are five different types of weapons and you need to pick up coins from the space aliens the little two dimension they're two dimensional in 3D space and they just pop up all over the map and and they 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 shoot at you and you can jump and they can jump and they're moving up and down uh and there's you know all the different varieties and they're they're some of them are doing their different signature moves like warping around the map and um shooting at you and different cadences um and 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 when you blow them up they uh 3d coins explode from them and you got to go pick up the 3d coins and then once you have so many coins you can get different weapons like there's a rocket launcher and there's a shotgun and they all have different you know characters there's a laser and you can you can shoot through everybody um it's quite fun the arcade game like is not i played on the easy mode and it's pretty easy so i would play for like 10 minutes or something i would just go to town just like blowing stuff up and has a cool edm background soundtrack to it um and then the cool part is that if you don't get hit there's like a meter like there is some sub game to it so you have your high score you know you're collecting coins and then there's a meter and the meter is constantly ticking down but whenever you pick up coins or blow up the invaders um, it goes up. And if you fill it, then you go into rampage mode where you get another you get your dual wielding and you're just oh. like da, 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 da. and it only lasts for like 15 seconds. But you're just like pop, 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 pop. So um, it's quite it's quite well done. It runs at a constant, I think, 30 FIPS um, and it's quite well done for for like to be if you're into the space invaders it's not like gonna blow your mind as a first person shooter but it's like confined space just like endless hordes of enemy enemies coming at you uh it was quite it was quite fun you know it's for three bucks yeah i thought it was well done there's no nice. online leaderboards though so that's oh it, it's yeah. funny because we talked about this and and i yeah. remember i was thinking back to how much fun we had with the other one and yeah. constantly going back and forth and trying to beat each other's score and then eventually you and i were like in the top five of all the players in the yeah. world basically and it was like oh this that's really cool and i thought it was it was great that they came out with this totally different version of a game we've enjoyed yeah but I didn't know if they had the leaderboards. And to me, that was a big point of what made that Destronaut so fun. That's yeah. what we liked about it. So I'm, I'm bummed to hear that they don't have the leaderboards. That was really cool. Uh, but it's fun. I, I'm happy you got it to at least try it because I was keeping an eye on it. Yeah. The other thing I, I picked up, I was listening to another podcast and they talk about mobile games. And I picked up Roller Coaster Tycoon Story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a free mobile game and there's no need to give them any money ever um, in the game. I gave them two bucks. So I said after after like 10 hours of playing the game, I said I could I can give you two dollars. Um, sure. Atari. And so this is not a it's not a building game. OK, it's a match three game. And uh, the whole goal is that you are the there's this roller coaster theme park that's completely in shambles, like broken down, abandoned, and you buy it and you need to resurrect it to its glory. 
And you do that by um, basically um, completing match three tasks. So there's a bunch of match three. There's like cotton candy. There's balloons. Like these are the different elements like bejeweled. And you got to match them and they're on rails. So they're on tracks. They're on like roller coaster tracks and you can move them left and right or up and down. There's different elements that and there's explosion things and whatnot. But each each level, you have like a goal, like you need to pop so many of this balloons or get so many of this. And then if you beat the level, you get a ticket and the tickets progress the story. So a ticket may be like we're going to plant new flowers and we're going to fix the bathrooms or we're going to get some stock and you unlock and open up the park and people come in, you open rides. It's quite addicting. Hmm. Cool. Um, I played it for quite a long time. I'm done with it. I'm not. Do- I didn't beat it, but I'm done with it. Like, you know, these games where you're like, oh, OK, I, I get it. I could continue to do this for another 20 hours, but I think I get the point and I'm done now. So but it's very, very good um, if if you're looking for a, a match three game and it, and it involves theme parks, then this game is for you as free. So cool. Cool. As match three, as any one park owner knows is how you remodel your park. That's just the way it works in real life as well. <laughs> you, you just got to do it that way. That's all you do. So, yeah. so I've been very busy. The last week I have finally, finally beat Zelda. This was a, a highlight for me. It was something, it was three years in the making, uh, finally beat it. And I thought it was, it was funny because Christina texted me and she was like, well, how, how did it go? How, and it was it was it was a cakewalk <laughs> like it was it was i didn't die at all i didn't have any trouble i was basically indestructible because i did also find all the shrines i had my gear pretty much leveled up not not to max but i leveled up a lot of my gear uh, and it was it was easy it was it was a piece of cake and uh it was nice to have the story over and i felt once, once I got to a hundred shrines, I was like, well, I, I, I just got to keep going. I can't stop because it's going to be on my mind. So once I did what I did and, and I'm done, I feel like, you know what? This was a good run. It was an amazing game, but I don't feel a need to jump back in there anytime soon because of shrines being missed or something else. My house was maxed out. I got furniture. I got every sword and shield and arrow, bow and arrow on the wall. Um, yeah, well, there I was, really. There was one thing you didn't get though. The, the, the seeds? little poops. The little no, poops. no, I'm not. I'm not even. <laughs> me- I'm not messing around with that. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> the fact that they have like 300 some or 800 or however many seeds. Ridiculous are in the game, number. Nine hundred. It's just ridiculous. Probably. I'm not. No, no. I don't. I, you know what? I love Zelda, but that's just dumb. And I hope yeah. in the Zelda two they don't have. Do 250, 250. That's an achievable, a manageable number. Yeah, manageable number. Because what happens in this one is you get all 800 or however many ridiculous number there is, and you literally go and cash them in, and you get a giant gold poop. That is your reward. It was a joke from the developers. Spoilers. They thought it would be funny, and that's what you get. And I don't care about that. I don't want that. Uh, it's just not worth my time. And so by doing that, by finally, finally beating Zelda, I have started The Witcher 3 on Switch. I'm really, really enjoying it. Because of this update, you can kind of tweak it and refine it. And I think it looks fantastic. I've played it handheld and on docked mode. I, I'm totally okay with it. I know if you were playing it on PC or if you're even playing it on Xbox or PlayStation, you're going to see that you know bump in the graphics. But 
I'm very, very okay with playing it on this. And maybe that's because before I started it, I watched playthroughs of Witcher 1 and Witcher 2. So mm. nor- this is completely a bump and a step above that. So I didn't watch anything of Witcher 3 on other consoles. And it looks really, really nice. It plays so, so well. It's amazing that it's on there. There are noticeable things that you probably wouldn't see on other consoles or the PC where, you know, a character's running in the distance. And it it makes me laugh because you could see him running and it's just so, it's like three pixels, like running off in the distance. But it's <laughs> it's not breaking the game in any way. When they go to the, the video clips and you're watching it, it looks gorgeous, gorgeous. I'm sure some of the background are more blurry than they would have been but because i don't have a point of reference it looks gorgeous on the switch and you have all of the dlc which is just award-winning dlc everybody that plays witcher 3 loves the uh, the you know this other dlc that is added and that's for free built into the cost um yeah really really liking it and then on top of that, we just have Animal Crossing. So I'm playing these two games, which are like polar opposites of each other. And uh, <laughs> I guess we could, I guess we could jump into our Animal Crossing uh, discussion if you want. Yes. I think so what's should. the thoughts? I love it. And I feel like I'm putting my foot in my mouth saying that because I was so skeptical of it. And then I saw a couple people just play a little bit of it. And I was like, I, I, I need to do this. I felt like I was missing out on something. So luckily I got some gift cards for my birthday and, and was able to play so nice yeah i mean i'm i'm in the same boat um you know i I, my animal crossing was i played it on gamecube Mm -hmm. and i didn't love it and that was 20 what how how long was it i don't know 15 20 years ago whenever that came out and i also at the time was in a very different place as a gamer most likely so it just wasn't a game that resonated with me i didn't care about doing menial daily tasks for a unappreciative raccoon I just didn't want to. And not only (laughs) unappreciative, kind of rude, just kind of a rude raccoon. And I was like, you know what? I can get yelled at by anybody else in the real world. I don't need to be getting yelled at by a video game raccoon. This game is done. You're dead to me. And then the next time I did anything Animal Crossing related was with uh, Pocket Camp. And that just wasn't a good representation of Animal Crossing series. And then this. And I was watching trailers and we've discussed it on the podcast. I was like, you know, it's a little too cutesy. It's a little too like sour or sweet for me. Like I'm going to get a toothache because this game is just so cutesy and sweet. (laughs) And I will say, as I was watching trailers and watching things, I'm like, man, I love, I love me some crafting. I love me some like mining stuff. I really like these things. I like fishing. I like this. And I was like, I can get, you know, I love I love the aesthetic overall of the game, but it was just sort of like the characters were just too much for me. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to get it. I had gift cards. I'm going to get the physical. If I hate it, I could always sell it, put it, give it away, something. I jumped in on it and I have got to say I'm absolutely loving it. I don't, I think it looks so much better when you're playing it than when you watched just trailers of it. The character design does not bother me at all now that I'm I'm playing it and I feel like I'm crafting my character. I feel like this is more of my Animal Crossing. It's me. You know, I love the details that are in this game. Like I was in the, not in the museum yet, but you know, the tent before the museum and I'm watching like the Mm -hmm. little water come out of a hose that's in this little (laughs) tank on the, I'm like, man, that just looks so good. I'm just watching, I'm sitting in the tent, just watching water in an aquarium. And you know, you get stung by a wasp and your eye swells up and it's like, Oh, that, 
That's me. I mean, every time I play, I've got a swollen eye because I've been stung by every wasp <laughs> in the entire island. But I'm absolutely loving it. I don't think I put it down at all yesterday. And it's it's literally sitting on on my on my desktop right now in case anybody wants to visit my island. It's open. So it's just like, yeah, come on. Come on and visit. Hang out. And uh, I'm I'm loving it. So I was I was in a similar camp. I was at my buddy Jesse's house uh, visiting. I was picking up some some stuff for the house, and uh, I went over there. And I know that his wife is very much into Stardew Valley, mm. and um, she's always on Stardew Valley all the time. And I know that Jesse was hype train nonstop. And anim- like when the Animal Crossing Direct came out, and like all the animals, he's just like he's like is. Animal Crossing in my face 24 seven. I was like, I said, he's like, well, are you ready? It was like, it was the night of release, it's like nine o'clock tonight. Cause it kind of comes out at nine o'clock, like Pacific, which is kind of cool for us over here. Mm-hmm. You guys get it at midnight. Um, but he's like the hype jam, blah, blah, this He's like, so I'm like, nope, nope, not getting it. Don't care. Uh, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't watched it. I don't know anything about it. I ignored the, I didn't even watch the direct. I was like, I don't even care. I don't mm-hmm. even want this in my life because I played the GameCube version. I played the Wii version. I played the handheld versions. The The first one was the one I was really into, uh, really, really enjoyed it. I like the idea, you know, if it's your first Animal Crossing, the cool part about Animal Crossing is that it's based on real life time. So as time's moving in the real world is is what's happening in the game. Yeah. And that's mind blowingly awesome to me, especially it was revolutionary. I remember Heather was like, cause like, she's like, why does that matter? I was like, well, 20 years ago, that was mind blowing. Yeah. Um, you know, in general, and that there's these events that are timed. And if KK slider comes out at 10 PM and you're not there, you, you don't get to see KK slider. Yeah. Like it's not you missed happening. It. You missed it. So I'm just like, no, blah, blah, blah. And Heather was talking to Jesse's wife and, um, and I was like, you know, what? I remember Heather told me that at one time she played the Sims. Um, and she enjoyed that like t- 20 mm-hmm. years ago. I was like, maybe, you know, maybe she would like it. And I was like, yeah. Hmm. I was like, <laughs> what maybe. am I going to have to do? <laughs> I'm like, maybe she'll like it. So I, I was like, okay, I'm, I, I, I was just going to ignore it. Um, save $60. But then I was like, you know what? Maybe she would like it. So I, cause I'm going to, I swapped my switch. I transferred my game saves. I created her a Nintendo. I had to, I set up. I said, created her a Nintendo account. I created a password. I, had, I logged into the eShop. I bought the game for her on the switch. I installed the game and I did it over here, blah, 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 blah. And um, um, I was like, OK, let's get into it. So uh, the first night I didn't do anything besides get through the tutorial. I was good to go because I didn't start until 10 or 11 at night. So it's like, boom, good to go. Um. And then she did it the next day. So she's like one day behind me, which kind of like, ha, 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 like I already have yeah, kind gotcha. of a bunch of stuff. Gotcha. Um, so she started, she's probably playing right now. So she's probably now an hour ahead of me. Um, but yeah, she can't put it down. I I'm in the place where I could definitely put some stuff down, but I I like how everything is. The, the game is fantastical. Um, you know, it reminds me of Harvest Moon 64, which I fell in love with some elements of picking and cleaning up stuff and chopping down trees and planting flowers. It's very well done. And I'm enjoying the crafting tons. I think that's mm. what sort of sold me. It's like you, my Jesse was you can craft stuff. I was like, all right, fine. I'll craft stuff. <laughs> and um, it's been a while since I dedicated myself to a game of Animal Crossing since probably GameCube. So it there's a lot new to me. And this time around, I really like the visiting people's you know, places like it makes a mm-hmm. lot of sense. You can just open it up to your friends. There's a best friends list like it, it just kind of works there. You know, there's no voice chat, but there's you don't really need to necessarily. 
Um, you can type messages, but like it all works. Uh, we did local play. So for me and her, like we just did local. I opened up the gates. I visited her town. She visited her town. Like when I visited her town last night, there's like fish everywhere. And I was like, mm. what's going on? Like, like just everything's a disaster transport at her place. But she's she has so much more stuff than I do. Mine's like minimalistic. I'm like, I have a little campfire here, I have a little fence around. So it's fun to see how different people play. Like I visited Michael's town and I went to his house. <laughs> And it's just it's just it's a like bad. In the, it's he's, a, bad. he's a minimal. He's a minimalist. <laughs> I'm a minimalist. So, An Animal so, Crossing. <laughs> so I got naked. I got like I stripped my character down. I laid in, in my house. I took a fo- yeah. I, I took a photo. <laughs> I took a photo, and then I was like, okay, and I'm out. You know. <laughs> Michael's like, I feel violated. <laughs> That's funny. I was like, yeah, you never know. You were out fishing somewhere. Yeah, like, I was. I was out probably smashing rocks that I wasn't supposed to, yeah, and my, I totally missed it. My favorite part has been that I went. So I went to Michael's house, and I and I and I. I went to his island and I and I jousted over to some other area. He didn't he hasn't um didn't uh de-weed it. So I just I de-weeded for like 10 minutes. I was like, I'm gonna clean up all your weeds and and then mm-hmm. now now and then I sold it for a profit. So yeah. that was great. <laughs> uh but it, it's been uh, quite good um in general. And I I I do want to ask because Christina sort of kicked it off and then the boys talked for way too long. But <laughs> I, I'm interested in in your further thoughts on you've heard our thoughts, but also your experience with Animal Crossing as well, Christina. I had never played before this. So it's your first one. This is my first one. Yeah, I played Harvest Moon on GameCube. It was like Harvest Moon Wonderful Life. And there's definitely, it feels a lot like that. It feels a lot like Stardew Valley. And I'm just like, you know, similar to Heather, like, love the sims like you know those kind of games um and right now too it's like perfect because we can't really go out and do much of anything so if i can be productive in this game then i'm I, i'm good i feel like i did my chores for the day <laughs> the dishes it are is. piling up in my real life sink but my my house and animal crossing is as clean as can be <laughs> but um yeah i'm loving like the decorating i love shooting down little gift balloons from the sky and finding bottles with messages along the sea and uh, it's just such a heartwarming game Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm just enjoying it so much um i just i went into the the shop so i'm I'm assuming you guys both have the shop built now nope no No, i'm 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 behind like um i okay michael visited my island he's like you got a tent still come on now (laughs) like oh geez it's only day two (laughs) Um, so I was able to build this shop and I went in and they sell like different things each day. There's like four different objects you can just buy and it's like furniture or weird things. And there's a hamster cage and I want to get it. (laughs) And there's a little, there's a little hamster and they're running around. But the problem is, is I don't have any more table space in my house. So I need to build a table so that I can put the hamster on it in front of the window so he can look outside and see everything outside. And, you know, I, can we get pets in this game? Like, can I get a little tiny pet dog or something? Do you know if that's possible? At least a hamster, I guess. Oh, I guess. Yeah. So I'm, I, don't I mean, I guess so. it's time will tell, right? Because but it, it's Mons- weird because the 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 people are animals, so it's like true. You you if are. If I not get a pet animal. dog, is that is that offensive? I think it is. <laughs> Probably, yeah. It's like you have one of your neighbors on a. I leash. just put a leash on my neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess you probably couldn't do pet animals. I think that might look probably bad. not. I'll have a pet fish. <laughs> now, Mats, you had mentioned, and we we talked a little bit about it yesterday when we were texting that there were like mini games built into some of the other versions, and that we don't have that at the moment. 
Yeah, one of the the 3DS versions, you I don't think you could the first one. I think it was like you couldn't visit each other's houses, but you could go good to an island and then play mini games and do stuff. And that's what I'm seeing so far is I did visit your island. I visited Heather's island and I was like, OK, I'm going to like, I will visit yours. Yeah. My gates are always open. So that's my new thing is whenever I as soon as I start open the gates. jump, I'm doing the same thing. Unless I go somewhere, I do the same thing. I mean, I mean, open the gates. I tried, um, I tried to hop in your island yesterday like three times and it never showed up. Who's that? being like open Me? Mots. No, yeah, yeah. So that blocked you. Blocked you. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, oh, I, you know, I was OK. I did yesterday. I <laughs> forgot to open it for a while. So now this is my new thing starting now. As soon as I start. Okay. Uh huh. Um, sure. But you can always text me. So, yeah, that's a, that's the a problem is I wish that there was an invite system. Like, you can, once you have a friend over, you can become best friends mm-hmm. and then you can invite Which them. Which is dangerous. Tap. That's dangerous. You gotta, you gotta be careful. You gotta, as you we've know. learned, I destroyed Michael's well, rocks on accident. Oh. And I took all of your stuff and I actually I stole some of your trees, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right. Um, I come oh back. I I, turn, I come back from my game. I come out of my house and there's not a tree to be seen. That would be terrible. <laughs> Could you imagine if it was just like a oh, barren man. wasteland and you did that to somebody? <laughs> oh my god! The only That's trees great. on your island are on like the the mountain and you can't get to it yet. <laughs> oh man! Well, it's funny uh, because like I have it on. Like I said, it's on right now. And one of yeah. our listeners, Marby Z, is on my island running around. And, oh. I, and he's like, "Hey, would you mind making me best friends?" I'm like, "Yeah." I, Okay, but I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I, I mean, we know each other through the podcast, but if Marby Z wanted to go you really rogue on me, yeah. he could just wipe out my island right now. So I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm hovering around him. Sorry, Marby, well, but well, I'm hovering well, around you to keep an eye on things. Well, so what does the best friend do besides now that you can just invite only best friends? Well, right? best friends have access to their shovel and the axe, <gasps> whereas other people coming to the island do not. Oh. So they can't steal anything. They can't wreck anything. If you give somebody best friends, now they could chop down every tree you've got if they wanted to. Destroy everything. Yeah. Wow. They, they literally could do anything. So you kind of want to be careful. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm extending an olive branch to Marby Z. I know he'll listen to this after, but uh, you got to kind of hope and, and pray that they're not going to destroy your stuff. <laughs> Now, I will say on local play, because Heather and I have been doing local play, I have to upgrade our account to family plan. Um, I think local, they assume that you know everybody. I think it's just unlimited. You can do whatever you want. Oh, so, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, be careful there. But that's fascinating. I didn't really quite understand that. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I've been I've been um, allowing people to open the gates, letting people come in. But it's fun to see how different people are playing because – between the three of us on this podcast, we're playing it very different. Same with with Heather. The four of people that I know that are very close to me playing the game play it very, very different. You'll um, have to share our friend code with her, too, so that yes. we can visit hers. Yeah. So when we get off, make sure you f- share our friend's code with her and, and we'll yes. we'll uh, jump to her island. Yeah, we'll do that. She will. She'll love that. Um, and then so I got to tell her to make sure she opens the gates and do stuff. I just thought that was that was neat because I like that you can close the gates because yeah. You just want to get something done because when people are on your island, you, you can't do certain things. You so, can't build. Yeah, can't I'm build. on hold right now. I have to build my store, <laughs> but Marby Z is doing his thing, so I, I can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just kind of like so there's definitely times to close it down. And th- so have you guys linked the Nick, the Nook phone on the on the app, on the actual app? I was going to ask game you guys app. that. Yeah, I was just I, I did yesterday. Either of you downloaded it. Oh, I did yesterday. And one thing that I will say that is nice about it is, you know, uh, I think it was you and I, Christina, we were talking where you had it docked 
and it's hard to do the oh, in-game so texting. Hard. Yeah. So what happens is once you link the phone, you use your phone to chat. Oh, and cool. so you'll have okay. your switch or your controller in your hand and then you pick up your phone, you can text and then you go back oh. to playing the game and then you pick up Amazing. the phone, and you text. So it, it works that way. Also, I Great. think you use it to scan the QRs if you want to make custom clothing. So if you see a QR code, which was funny because um, what's the game? The uh, shoot, I got to look it up. Wargroove, right? Yeah. Wargroove sent out a tweet this morning. They made custom um like the characters in the pixel art with a qr code next to it so you can scan that and then you can wear that on a shirt or have it mm. as a flag or something oh, in your that's game cool. yeah that's so definitely i would uh i would definitely you know mess or mess around with that and link it up it was super easy once once you once you do it I like that yeah and i think i, I downloaded it again just because i saw it because i was in the e-shop and in the e-shop I went to the Nintendo online area because I was looking how to upgrade my plan. And there's actually free downloadable content if you're an online subscriber for Animal Crossing. It's like a it's a Tom Nook Animal Crossing carpet that you can get or something. So make sure you go. You have to go into the eShop to the Nintendo online. And then there's like free subscriber exclusive content. So make sure you get that. And then I saw you could link the app. So I was doing that. Um, Nice. I want to finish one thought, which was the mini game stuff, because we mm. got sidetracked right. here. Um, that was the one thing is now people are visiting the towns. You're going to visit Heathertown or visit. We're going to do all this stuff. But then I'm like, what do you do on that? What do you do on the thing besides just kind of hang out, do fishing, maybe, you know, try to get some stuff. But that's my OK, then what? So I'm hoping mm. that things unlock, that there's something that we can do together. So there is a dock. Did you see the dock? There's yeah. a dock on everybody's island and in animal crossing wild world that you had to go you went to this dock and then that's where you sort of went like you went in this and then a boat came and got you and a little boat took you off to another island so my theory is that at some point something unlocks on the island you can go here and then you can go and do stuff together on this little island that that would make a lot of sense. And, and it's funny because one of the reviews I was reading said something similar where they were like, okay, I'm on day three or day four, but what do I do? And then the next day came around and it unlocked a bunch more stuff. Then they're like, oh my God, I got so much to do now. And I like, I, you know, it sounds crazy. And like I said, I put all day in yesterday, but today I'm kind of in a, in a holding pattern. I'm going to be doing some farming and like some fishing, moving some stuff around, getting my island looking a certain way but then i can put it away and not feel like i'm missing on something you know and i like that they kind of roll out things little by little and i would love to see that dock come in handy mm. and have you know a boat show up and then you go somewhere else or something um and i would love you know speaking of the mini games i would love that to be a crafted thing imagine if they had uh, like i don't know horseshoes or or cornhole mm. or something like Cornel. that where you craft it and then when somebody comes and visits, they come to your house where you have it set up and you can do little mini games together. Like stuff I, like that would be a blast. I was I hit a, a gift that fell down from the sky. I do have a board game. Oh, so I wonder nice. if that's a thing. Oh. It'd be yeah. cool if that's a playable thing. I just figured I, it was a decoration, some, but, but maybe it isn't. It'd be really neat if that was I'll have to try it. legit. Yeah, that no, would like, be really neat. The, the thing with the original GameCube game that really blew everyone's mind is that you could dig and you could find Nintendo games, NES games that you could play in the huh. game. That was like the big That's cool. thing is like before you could buy the original Super Mario Brothers or Balloon Fight or whatever, you know, 
you could dig and you could play the games in the game. So you, I like in my GameCube version, I had like an arcade set up in my house. I just had all the games and you could play them, which was really cool. So, I mean, then they took it out because we could charge people for these games. (laughs) Um, So that to me was something that, that could be fun too. Like little mini games, like you're saying, Christina, Um, but see how we're all playing a little bit different. We all want different things. My question I have for Christina too is because your first one is, are you at the same point that sort of Michael and I are at, which is like in this holding pattern of like, all right, so I guess I'm going to like pick two weeds today and like just diddle around <laughs> or are you in some different point? Like, how are you feeling a few days? So ago? I think I'm further than Michael and that I have the shop built. Mm-hmm. Um, and then right now my museum is in a tent. So I have to wait another day for that. But mm-hmm. so like I, I went around my island. I got I bought a bunch of stuff yesterday that was like shipped to me. So I have a cute little backpack now. Mm. Um, but I still there are things that I can do. So instead of um, buying like the extra inventory line, I went and bought a bunch of tickets to go to other islands to get my iron. And mm. so I can do that today. That's how you got your can, shot before me. Yeah. Oh, that's what that ticket does. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. So that it goes to the mystery island. So this is my recommendation to you, Mats. If you want to progress faster than Michael, is <laughs> always <laughs> is mm-hmm. is instead of spending your nook miles on like expanding your inventory space, I what I did is I bought. I think I went to like four different islands to try to get as much iron as I could. And like we were talking before the podcast, don't destroy your rocks. Don't eat fruit before you hit them because just don't do it. Um, Yeah, you need them. I ate ate all the pears immediately. I was like, all pears? (laughs) (laughs) Do this. Dig up up a couple trees and then replant them. You'll be fine. (laughs) Um, But what I've noticed is on the islands I visit, there's at least four rock form, about four rock formations. Usually one of them is up in a mountain, so I can't get to it yet. But three of them are on like the land you can get to. And so for each island, I was averaging maybe like seven to ten iron things. Um, So I would recommend doing that. Are you doing the thing? Are you doing the thing where you dig holes behind you and then you do the thing? I started doing that. I've started no, doing it. No. I don't know if it's making a difference for me. I, I think it makes a difference. I think I've gotten more iron when I was doing it than not doing it. Yeah, what I've I've seen in the videos, what? I've been watching a lot of. <laughs> yeah, so I watch a lot of IGN videos and it's like, yeah, there's oh. the, the 14 things you should do every day. And like, here's the things that they don't tell you in Animal Crossing, like. Like they don't tell you that you can hold down B to make dialogue go faster to run or that you can hit left and right to inventory through um, or you hit down on the on the D pad to make your you know thing go away or whatever your fishing rod, you know? Yeah. Um, but they're like, yeah, they don't tell you that you should dig two holes behind you that are close to the rock and then you hit the rock because it allows you to hit it faster. So you can hit it up to like seven times or nine times or something. And eventually like money comes out. And then also, you know how there's a hole, there's a hole that there's a shiny hole that Mm -hmm. is once a day. Mm -hmm. And then it's a bag of money. money. But if you replant the bag of money into the hole that's shiny, it will turn into a tree of money, which gives you triple the money. Yeah. Stop. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, See, boom, mind blown. You you plant the bag back in it. The whole game. It's it's all stupid because there's so much to it it, and they don't tell you anything. And it's amazing. And that's the best part of Animal Crossing, right? You learn it. You learn it as go. Yeah. So the yeah. rock thing, just to be clear, there's one rock 
every day that when you hit it, it will have money that shoots out. Ah, it's not, you don't hit it too much. So, okay, now here's the thing. The idea with the holes is it, it helps you so you're not bouncing back. And so yeah. you they you, they say to always build those two holes before you start hitting it, and then you don't you don't like ricochet back as much, so you can get more hits and yeah. you get more money out of it. So yeah. that's what I was trying to do with the iron. And I will say, when you do it right, it does seem to produce more. Whether that's clay or rock or iron, whatever spits mm-hmm. out, you get more of it because you're able to hit it quicker. Another pro tip, in addition to the ones Mots gave, is when you're crafting, if you slam the a button do, 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 while it's crafting it crafts faster, faster. Yeah. yeah so that's nice too that so there's, annoyed there's me because i kept trying i kept trying to press b because that affects the dialogue makes the dialogue go faster so i've tried doing the b and a when crafting and it was like oh that's weird that it's a when you're crafting but b in dialogue mm. to make it go faster yeah. i thought that was a little odd but <laughs> is, there, is there any way to donate things fast <laughs> i just want to yeah, be like right. here's all my stuff like why do you need to tell me everything to skip in bulk i like yeah. that it's yeah. like you can do bulk fossils you can do bulk selling but you can't do bulk take all my fish you yeah know? no i know <laughs> like th- yeah. there's certain little things but i i will say overall i am amazed at how much i'm enjoying it like yeah. I, I don't want to stop playing it. So even when I have nothing to do, I'm kind of like, well, let me just wander around here and see if I can pick <laughs> a, a weed or something. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. There's always something I'm just like, I like just kind of farting around in the world. So it's it's really, really cool. I'm, I'm having a blast with it. Now, are you checking your recycle bin every day? I, I didn't today. I Every time I check it, it's empty. So uh, they say to check the recycle bin every day because even if you don't need it, you can just sell it. You can just sell what's ever mm. in it. It's like genius. And then yeah. you you obviously have to check the ATM every day, which you're going to do every day. But it goes up to seven days. And then at day seven, you get 300 extra coins for free or whatever, whatever yeah. they give you. And it's just it, you keep going. So as long as you log in and do it, it's good to go. Yeah. Um, but my my favorite part is like I had to, of course, that's like me Googling stuff. I was watching this is Michael came to my island. He's like, nice eye, dude. And cause of course, <laughs> I've been stung by a wasp. Um of course, everyone's yeah. I, I, every single spider, every single wasp, every single time, no matter. Have what, you caught the tarantula me. yet? Have you been able to I catch have. one? I did. Yeah, I cropped too. up on. I cropped, yeah, but I almost did. always, I'm not creeping, and it always just gets me. I can't I, get the wasps. I, I can't catch them. Oh, I I I got one one time, but I, oh, it's nice. fun because Heather will be playing. Like I'll be playing on the TV, and she's playing the switch light, you know, on the couch, and all of a sudden, like she starts like vibrating. Her body starts to like just go into a tantrum and like it's pitches like and, and profanities are coming like, what happened she's like a stupid wasp every time <laughs> yeah it's hard to get away from them man i yeah. can't catch them yeah shake every tree that's what i've heard too so every single day always be mm-hmm. shaking trees um but yeah it's it's fat have you done the shooting star yet no what no oh, okay What's so that? there's so so uh, what what you're encouraged to do at late at night is look up in the sky because you can so you can hold down on the right uh joy con uh-huh. stick and you can look down look down look and you look up basically you're looking at the moon and the stars and at certain times throughout the night there'll be a shooting star that goes through it now if you hit a at the correct time that the shooting star is <laughs> present, um, then then you'll you do like this little dance of celebration because you you are like oh, celebrating awesome. the shooting star, and then the next morning, um, shooting star debris will wash up on your shores. What? 
Okay, <laughs> yeah, cool. of course. Sure. Why wouldn't it? Yeah, why would it? That's how it works. Cute. That's how it works. Um, That's funny. Oh, that reminds. Oh. So today, because it's Sunday, make sure you guys buy your turnips. Turnip day. There's a little yeah, turnip day, and I was able to unlock emotes today. If you Where talk you to one of your turnips? neighbors, oh, the there's lady like comes this today. this little. Remember that pig that we saw and had the little runny nose. Yeah. Turnip yeah, you go and buy turnips the from them. It, it, just walk around the island. Oh, you'll you'll see them. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Maybe I haven't seen any of my visitors your, today, though. Maybe they may have all because, left. I have no maybe idea. because you don't have your shop yet. It could be because I definitely I have. Not, I've walked around my island, but maybe it might be because you don't have your shop yet. Well, so what they say with the turnips, right, is that you need to buy the turnips. It's like buy stocks. all the turnips. Yeah, it's yep. Yeah. And then you need to make sure you need to say like, well, how much did I buy it for, right? And because every day. For the next six days, Timmy and Tommy will give you a different quote every day. It's different because it's like stock, like Christina said, it's like a stock Mm -hmm. market, turnip stock market. But if you don't sell it by next Sunday, they go bad. Oh, they'll rot. You waste your money. Yeah, Yeah. I'm guessing it's I don't have the piglet yet because I don't have the store yet. Well, I'll look yeah, on mine and I'll why. let you know. Yeah. Well, it's because I, in the store, that's when they tell you about the uh, You go ah, on and they see, explain yeah, it to it's you. It's got to so. be. Because I'm running around. I, I don't see yeah. anybody. Gotcha. So, Christina, so you're just too far next, ahead. You're too far next ahead. Next Sunday. I'm just an overachiever. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but I, if you do go talk to one of your neighbors, you should be able to unlock um, like emotes. So if you hit uh, the like right trigger button, I guess, RZ, whatever it is, then you can like reply with joy and then there's a couple awesome. blank ones so you'll be able to like unlock other ones later oh cool so that's cool yeah About so I, so yeah, christina yeah. gets ahead by coming to all of our islands and destroying our rocks basically Classic. is how it, she did it i will mail you iron <laughs> it's too late i already got my store I will, but you can oh. still mail me iron no it's like you don't need it now oh, I <laughs> smash my rocks take my iron but no, so tomorrow I guess I'll have the store and I'll just wait till Sunday yeah. and we'll do the do the thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep you updated on how my turnip sucks rise. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I'm excited to hear. I, I guess I guess I guess you could visit other people's towns if they're like, oh man, my turnip. I wonder if it's the same for everybody or if it's like in your game, right? Like, is yeah. it like, oh my goodness, Michael? Because here's the thing: is Timmy and Tommy and Tom, they're they're on every island right like they're everywhere they're everywhere (laughs) and i don't know how that works you know but it's like he's following you everywhere you go and everywhere else everybody else goes at the same time and we all know that tom nook is evil and it's like he's He's like palpatine yes there's just clones of him everywhere and people new to the game don't understand right because you're just starting Christine, you don't know. You were talking about it before the pod. And you're like, what are you talking yeah, about? I was like, no, yeah. you don't understand. Everything that you do, Tom will owe. It won't be good enough for him. And he will keep you in a series of debt all of your entire life. <laughs> you will never get out of the cylindrical debt of Tom Nook. It will just continue forever. Yeah. And that's his plan, you know. <laughs> and he even says, like, at one point early on, he says, or someone says, like, we're trying to make this. Um, what does he say? He was like, he's like this abandoned like disaster. But he like, he's like, stop speaking. And so this island paradise or whatever. Like, oh, what are you trying to do here? He's trying to make it. So you, here's the, here's the Tom Nook plan. He is trying to make you do all of the work 
so he can sell to some big real estate developer in the future. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. You'll be booted off the island. Yep. Evicted. Because really, in the in the contract that you signed early on with Tom Nook to put down your tent was only for a tent, and then you built an illegal structure. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> He'll be like, you could have your tent back, but that's all. You, this house was not sanctioned yep. to be here. Yep. Anyways, <laughs> well, it's it's a blast. We're all having a ton of fun with it. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's going to be uh, it's going to be kind of consuming our lives from from here on out. It's the perfect game at the perfect time. That's it. it, is. it, it if it wasn't right now, I mean, it's terrible. Everything is terrible right now. <laughs> and my heart goes out to everybody. No one's left the house forever basically and but it's the perfect game for the perfect time and everybody on my friends list i've never seen more people on my friends list online and more people playing the same either. game yeah it's so funny me either <laughs> i was just thinking the same thing i was like wow i've never seen so many people on yeah it's amazing and there are people i'm friends with on instagram i didn't even know they had switches i didn't i had mm-hmm. no idea and they were like playing animal crossing all the time i think i think it would be a lot easier and this goes back to Back to Nintendo with their online gameplay. I mean, there's it's so hard to be friends with people on Switch and find them on Switch and actually play with them on Switch. You know, this was the easiest of all of the online things that I've I've been able to do. And even Mm -hmm. that is kind of like a weird, wonky way of doing it. But if they made it a little bit more streamlined, it would be so easy to be like, oh yeah, so-and-so has a switch and they're playing Animal Crossing. And like, yeah, let's all be friends. But they make it so difficult to do that. My, my favorite is that that you can do local or online play. And then it's like, well, how do you want to do it? Do you want to open up to everyone, just best friends? Or do you want to use a Dodo code? No one wants to use a Dodo Nobody code. Nobody wants to use the code. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you listener, you have ever, I'm, I want to do it just to do it. Right. Um, but I, I guess you could be in the situation where you you have you don't have best friends list yet because you can't do best friends until you have a best friend and you can't get a best friend without opening up to everyone. It's kind of like a double edged sword. So I guess you sure. would need a dodo code yeah. if you had like if you had if you somehow had 100 friends on your switch and everyone is playing Animal Crossing, everyone's in your town. That could be a that could be a serious problem. Right. Sure. So maybe you do yeah. need. But to me, I'm like, I have seven people online and four of them I've never talked to in the last 10 years. But like no one wants a Dodo code. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to do an experiment right now. I'm going to take, I'm going to get the Dodo code and post it in our discord, which a handful of people Uh, are active on. And I'm going to see if I, they can come to my Island without being actual friends (gasps) of mine. Amazing. That's the best thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Now we'll see (laughs) if that works. Wow, man. Dodo code. The best thing ever. <laughs> it's changed my mind. Wow, I that, love the Dota code. <laughs> wow. No, but it's, it's dangerous, right? You put that out on Twitter and then instantly your town is gone. Well, now, can you, you know, only right? have eight people on max. That's a lot That's of it. people. That's a lot of damage in a, a short but, amount of time. But, but not a But I won't make them so. friends. There you go. No, yes. So they can just run around and watch you do stuff and maybe fish. Yeah. I won't make them best <laughs> friends. They can come and visit and they can talk yeah. to my... Um, you know, talk to my whatever, my my townsfolk. But mm. uh, yeah, that's about it. Wow. All right. Let's wrap up this podcast. I got to go eat some breakfast and yeah, let's go pull some weeds. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for <laughs> listening to this week's Nintendo Dispatch. We'll be back next week with even more Animal Crossing. So head over to NintendoDispatch.com. Click on that Discord link. Send us an email. Let us know what you think about Animal Crossing. 
And thanks for listening for 100 episodes. Thank you, Michael and Christina. Thank you for being my lifeline and the lifeline of this podcast. I love you both. Absolutely. Here's to 100 more. (laughs) Yeah.